You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe Ojo, Jaren Hawks are with you on a Tuesday presented, of course, by BetMGM. Our right, Futures Day here on the show. Let's dive into team futures across the NFL. We hit on it very briefly last segment. We have a quarterback change yesterday in the league. And what's interesting is there was two ways it was being talked about. Number one was the Colts are making the quarterback change. They're benching Matt Ryan. All right. Sam Ellinger is now their quarterback. Not Nick Foles. It is Matt Ryan. It is, uh, it is Sam Ellinger. The other part of this story what is going that on? was this was like the second or third I time. I got to turn my laptop. I keep clicking on things, and it's like the volume was up too loud. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Um, the other part was that Matt Ryan is hurt. He has a, sh- a shoulder issue. So, but but it seems like even if he wasn't hurt, he's not the quarterback anymore. Sam Ellinger is the Colts' quarterback now. So we we start team futures. I threw it out yesterday. Just. Half joking, but just I couldn't believe the value because I think all these teams actually stink. Is the yeah. AFC South? The Texans were fifty to one yesterday. They're now thirty-seven to one. That's that's my part part of the story. The the real part of the story is the Colts here, guys. Are now you go to the division odds? They sit. I mean, the Titans are the clear favorite in this division. I don't, I, they're minus one fifty-five at one book. I mean, mm-hmm. what are we doing in this division? Where, where are we going? Because sit, here are your quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill, Sam Ellinger, Trevor Lawrence, and Davis Mills. Minus 155 Titans. I hate them all. I hate them all. So I still see a 50 to 1 out there. But I can't sit here and make a case for a one-win team going into week number eight. I understand it's all garbage, and I don't really believe in the Titans. But are the Texans going to catch the Titans, not sure. The one that kind of grabs my attention now, but part of me is like, just stop. Just stop with this team. Is I see at some spots the Colts are the third favorite now at 4-1. to one. This might be a quarterback bump in a positive sense. It might be. Now, chances are it isn't. But, but like, when you would watch these Colts games and the way they would go and they can't move the football and you have an immobile Matt Ryan behind an offensive line that is uh, getting worse day by day, uh, I don't know. Could, could it happen with the Colts? A week ago we sat here and we're like, oh, the Colts are improving. They're looking like they usually start to do in October and going into November. They, they're getting better and better. And we know the Jaguars just can't, can't win games. I don't know. I don't like any of them. I would never lay that Titans yeah. price. I can't take the Texans. I guess, if anything, I would go Colts because you can find four to one. I mean, out of all these teams, I I don't know why. I like the Jags at five to one. I I 
I don't know. I mean, I think with Sam Allinger, it could be a boost for a little while, but also he doesn't have a lot of experience. So um, you've got to expect some regression and, you know, some hiccups along the way. I mean, it would be miraculous if there wasn't. So, and yeah, I wouldn't lay the Titans price. I don't really trust the Texans. I mean, way more value. I mean, it's crazy. 50 to one, five to one. I mean, the the discrepancy between the Jags and the Texans there is, that's too much, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I mean, the Texans have beaten the it's Jaguars. Ridiculous. Yeah, they I don't understand. I, Look, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I you just take a shot in the dark with the Texans. <laughs> I understand how bad the Texans are. They're also 1-0-1 within the division this year. They, they have played two division games. Okay. They haven't lost one. They have all their division games to come. All right, let me ask you guys this. If the, the number on the Texans-Titans game this week has dropped to one and a half, right? It was three and a half. It's dropped to one and a half. Basically a toss-up game. If the Texans win on Sunday and beat the Titans, so it's four and three and two, four and one. What, is the, what, are, what are the odds next week? The, t- the Texans go down to what? 25 to one? Now, my wins- first thought was like 20 at, at the high end. At the high end. Yeah. Like, some already have it at 37. Like, do I really think the Texans are going to win the division? No. But I just think they should be, like, 25. What okay. are we talking about? These teams are terrible. And, and, no one's going to win more than seven or eight. And the and the Colts are a half game back, but it's really a game and a half because the Titans swept the season series, right? Right, and, right. But, yes, all those division games. But there are also, like, automatic L's for the Texans. And I'm not even looking at this week's game or – the, the next game later in the year against the Titans. They're automatic L's like Philadelphia, like Dallas yep. at Dallas, like Kansas City. I mean, that add a few more losses. Now we're already at seven, right? Seven losses and one tie. Are totally. you? How many of those others are you going to win? Remember, you know what the path is? Remember the, um, what was, I guess it was the pandemic here. Remember when the Washington won the division with Alex Smith and they just won the division games at the end and they had like seven wins? That's mm-hmm. that's what this kind of division could be like. Like it could be like, what that team won it. There's value here. Pick your team. Get me to seven. Get me to seven. Where are we getting seven? That's my point. Where are the seven? So backing up Aaron's point on the Jaguars and the division point, Joe G, that you just made. Jaguars end last five games at the Titans, Cowboys, at the Jets, Texans, Titans. So they played Titans two of the last five. And every again. single Jags loss, I know they can't win games, but they've all been one-score <laughs> losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think there's value with them at this point? I, plus, I do as much as I hate it. Plus five, five to one. Five hundred. I yeah. do. If we if we're trusting our priors, we think the Titans are frauds. They get them in two of their last five games. I do. I hate it. I absolutely hate it because they also have the <laughs> yeah. Chiefs, which is a loss. And the Cowboys, which is probably a loss, and the Ravens, which honestly that could go either way. But yeah. I mean, maybe they're walking back from London after losing to a Russell Wilson or Brett Ripon Broncos after this Sunday. Like, who knows? But again, at this number and with the way that end of the schedule sets up, the Jets are in that mix. That could be a team coming back down to earth. Sets up pretty well for them at the end. If you need to get the seven wins. I'll look at it this and way. And head-to-head and in the division. Sorry, of the other three, aside from the Titans, which one is most likely to turn it around, take a leap in the second half of the season? 
I think the answer is the, the Jags. Yeah, the Jaguars. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, if you ask oh, me the most likely to win it, it's probably the Jaguars. I love the value on the Texans because they have all the division games left. But man, yeah. what a wacky, what a wacky division. All right, uh, team futures other than the South. Anything stand out um, to anyone? I mean, the one thing I noticed still this morning as I was looking yeah. before the show, there's still a good number out there on the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC West. Yes, Every is. guest we've had on likes them, right? We bring up the Giants, we bring up the Jets. It's like, yeah, maybe. You know, <laughs> they're obviously, they're not bad, but they're not really good. You talk about the Seahawks, mm-hmm. people like them, and you look at them right now. What are we talking about for them in the NFC West? It's still a it's still a pretty good number considering they are leading the division right now. Sole possession, sole possession of first place, and they're plus five fifty. You can get plus five fifty. Now yep. a few weeks ago, what what was it? Thirty, forty, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you really think they're going to beat up the Niners? That's where we're at. Niners. They're not better. But will the Niners get healthy enough to to gel this thing in order to win the division? I don't know. I can't take Seattle. I know they have sole possession of first place. I can't take Seattle at this point at five to one. Now a couple. Have you looked ago, at their next? Been, yeah. Have you looked at their next six games? I see. Home that. against the Giants. Home against the Giants, and I know that's not an easy game, right? The Giants have proven they're not an easy out. They go to the Arizona. They're at Tampa Bay. And that's a, I believe, a neutral site game. That's not in Tampa Bay. I think that's they're going somewhere. They host the Raiders. They go to the Rams. They host the Panthers. They could win any of those games. All of them. Four of them. Three of them. They lost to San Francisco. They beat the Rams. They're going to close the season against the Rams. Uh, weeks 15, 16 is rough. San Francisco, KC, back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. Very rough. And that, it, that's a short week, uh, the San Francisco one. And then At home they get them, though. Against Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand your point. I wrote down the Seahawks. Not one I'm really looking at, but here's another one. We keep bringing up these third favorites. Third favorites. The Giants' number is better than the preseason for the division. Six and one. I know they're frauds. I know there's a lot of luck involved here. But you know what? Sometimes you just have those lucky seasons. When the Bears were 12-4 in 2018 under Matt Nagy, there was a lot of luck. Sometimes a ball just bounces your way for an entire year. 9-1? to 9-1 with one, a one-loss Giants team. I know they're chasing the Eagles. And they have an easy schedule the rest of the way. But I'm just shocked as well as the Giants have played and what Dayball – how he has that team going right now, that they're just nine to one and they're one back in the loss column. So I'll, I'll, I'll add something to the point on this. If there's one thing so far this season, Jalen Hurts has struggled with, right? If we're, because they're going to have to beat the Eagles, right, to win the division. They're going to have to win those games against the Eagles. That's their path. At least one, if not both. Yeah, yeah wait, one, one, yes. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has struggled versus the Blitz. That, that's been his weakness so far. Everything else, he's been excellent. The Blitz, he's not. Played well. Who's the best Blitzing team in the NFL? It's probably Wink Martindale and the Giants. And you go to last year, if you go to Jalen Hurts, right around November last year, he started playing better. 
And, and he's taken a bigger leap this year. But if you go through his game logs, there was one game last year he played terrible down the stretch. It was against the Giants. He had three interceptions. He was really bad against the Giants last November. Now, it's a different coaching staff. It's not the same. But there's your path. The Giants gave him trouble. If they give him trouble again, maybe they win a game. Next three, Seattle, Houston, Detroit. Giants can't be nine and one. What are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> they can be. Aaron, what are you thinking? I have one I really like. So right, tell me what you think. How do the Falcons not win their division from what we've seen? And if you compare the Falcons' upcoming schedule to the Bucks, they have a way easier schedule coming up. It's I'm seeing three to one. Um, if there's a better number out there. Let me know because I'm about ready to bet this right now. I I think they have a real shot to win this. There is? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's go. Because if the Bucs keep losing, this is just going to get shorter and shorter and probably even flip, right? And they're going to become the favorite. Well, I was just looking at the Bucs schedule. It is tough. I mean, they've got Ravens, Rams, Seahawks, who are actually good now, Browns, Saints, Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Carolina, then the Falcons. But the Falcons schedule, Carolina, Uh, Chargers, Carolina, Chicago, Washington, Pittsburgh. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, after that, they're really the only game I look at on their schedule the rest of the season that feels like, oh, that's a bad, that's a tough one. They go to Baltimore on Christmas Eve. That's it. That's the only game I think they're big underdogs in. Yep. This is uh, this was the case for Atlanta last week, 100-1 NFC. So I checked that this morning after getting blown out by the Bengals. Did the number change? Nope. No. That, that's why I took it last week. I'm like, okay, if they lose, the number's probably not going to get bigger than 100, and it didn't. And if they win, it's certainly going to get shorter. So, yeah, this is, this is what we're looking at. Carolina. Oh, the Chargers, they stink. Uh, Carolina, Chicago, Washington, Pittsburgh. The next month and a half. Need them to go four and two, and they can. Absolutely. They can. Uh, I that, love that would put them at seven and six going into the last four weeks. And the Bucs, who knows where they'll be at at that point. It doesn't seem like an easy fix. Feels like it's going to take some time with the Bucs. Yeah. I... Is, you know, after that Thursday game, we declared the Saints dead at 2-5. and five. They're not, because we didn't know the whole division was going to lose. That's true. That's true. Saints are not completely dead. Um, I'm not making a case for them. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Apparently, they went with Dalton, and Jameis was healthy, even though I would have probably done the same thing. But after all those pick sixes, I'd assume that they're going back. Uh, Saints are 12-1. to one. Interesting. And they do have a win over the Falcons head-to-head. That week one comeback they had, they have that. It is remarkable yeah. to watch the Bucs play football and they're minus 250 to win a division. It's a joke. I mean, I understand what the, the reason is because the, the teams in their division are, are not good. But the mm-hmm. Bucks stink right now. Like, that team yeah. is not any good. Minus 250. Oh. Terrible. Um, on Super Bowl, it's amazing. And, and I know it's a good number, but it's just, wow, how things have changed. Rams 30, Packers 33 to 1, crazy. 
the reigning champs are in the 30s too. I want to see what the Rams look like coming out of the bye. I'm intrigued by that. But mm-hmm. I go to the Bengals. <clears throat> the Bengals are intriguing. I'm looking at them for division. Where are they? Plus 170. They're the second favorite to take down the Ravens. Um, what do we have coming up? Cleveland, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. All winnable games over the next month for the Bengals. The Bengals have my eye. Yeah, they're, they're looking like a top 10 team right now. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily, right here on the Beck UL Network. We'll go off the board next. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network.